Orange in the Central West, 105.1 Triple M. Time to talk agriculture now. Joining us online, Bruce Reynolds, good morning to you. G'day, Neil. Thanks for your time this morning. My word, it has been hot, hasn't it? Certainly has, but funnily enough, and we'll wait till the end of the month, so we'll talk next year, um, we're probably the second hottest um, December at this stage, so things could change. It might get cold towards Christmas, who knows? Uh, But we're tracking towards the second, I think 2020. 2020 was about the hottest we've had. We're still a degree and a half behind those temperatures in December of, I think it was 2020. So... Um, but it's still exceptionally hot and, and really moving plants are just moving. Weeds and grass and fruit are all just moving as, as, as we speak. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, I guess they're going to be drying off soon as well because there's only so much moisture in the soil. Certainly is. And look, I, I've noticed Valeris has been flowering along roadsides in the last week. Generally, that's Oh, probably two or three weeks later. Mm. So, and it's a terrible grass. So, probably a warning at this time for with regard to fires. That yeah, particularly if these hot wind conditions continue, that the fire risk after that big rain event we had a few weeks ago will start to increase quite dramatically. And we did see that um, total fire ban there it was about a week ago. Yeah. Uh, so, or just on the weekend. So yeah, look, it's it's heading towards you know to. to be careful over that um, Christmas New Year uh, break, particularly with fires. Okay, what about our cherry crop? How's that going? Look, as in it's ripening up, probably not quite as quick as some people expected, but into the, the mid-season uh, varieties at the moment, and quality is pretty good. You know, there was a bit of concern about that, that rain event. Some of those early season varieties were a bit impacted, but the, the mid to later season varieties generally have performed quite well in comparison. And look, they're, they're grading out quite well. There is a little bit of you know, cracking, uh, but compared to other parts of Australia, we're actually faring very well. And, and you might have seen a, a lot of storm activity around that Adelaide area um, mm. and you know, thunderstorms and damage. That's actually impacted on the, the uh, Adelaide Hills cherry crops. And also in Victoria, there's been a lot of storm activity and, and rain. That's impacted on the Victorian cherry crops. And in Young, there, you might have seen that the cricket was called off the last day of the cricket. Oh, that, yeah. Those thunderstorms emanated in the Young area, and I believe that there's actually been some hail damage in that Young area on a couple of orchards as well. So, uh, look, at this stage, touch wood that we don't get much storm activity in the next few days. Uh, the cherry season will end up being quite good. Now, just let me ask you this. With this warm weather, are we getting a sweeter fruit as a result of the sugars being developed? Uh, yeah, it's, it's not too bad. Isn't there, there was a fair bit of water, but uh, as you've indicated, it's dried out. So, yeah, the fruit size is, is moderate. It's not massive. There are, you know, always you're going to get some bigger cherries. Uh, but the, the taste, as uh, I've been eating a few of my cherries, uh, and the taste is quite superb. They're, 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 they're quite a sweet cherry at the moment. So, yeah, look, things are, are looking good. Quality is excellent. Um, so just fingers crossed the next week, most of the cherries should be finished by about Christmas time. What will that mean for prices, Bruce? Well, look, there's a lot of other fruit around. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, there's um, this coming week, the week into Christmas, the, the prices do go up a bit. They're, they're not high at the moment. They're, they're reasonable. Uh, but the cost of production has increased. Labor costs have increased. So 
look, there's not a huge profit margin, but growers are, are doing okay, I suppose you could say. But fingers crossed that there's no more damage. But uh, not expecting a huge jump, but maybe a little bit of a lift next week. But but time will tell. We'll, we'll know by Christmas time whether there was a little bit of a boost. But the, the big demand is in that week leading up to Christmas. As mm. People like to have uh, cherries on, on the table at Christmas time. Yeah, Okay. All right, let's talk about Cyclone Jasper. It made landfall yesterday in far north Queensland. It's a long way away from us, but are we going to see any rain uh, rain band develop as a result of this hitting into Australia? Look, yeah, as in across Cape York, um, yeah, look, it's, it's fantastic. So for the cattle industry up there, there'll probably be a bit of flooding uh, as this system is across to the Gulf. Uh, but yeah, look, uh, it would have been more preferable, particularly with you know a category one, category two type system, to have gone across central Queensland. That would have done a lot more beneficial rainfall event for a lot of the cattle country and hopefully boosted prices a bit. But at least it's a start. It's, it's, it seems to be a start of the monsoonal season. Uh, and just looking at, at future tracking, that cyclone could is likely to pop back out into the Gulf. Probably not fall as a cyclone, but some models are indicating it's going to go up across the top of the Northern Territory, may go out into the Indian Ocean area or one of the seas up there, um, and then possibly reform. So we mm. may not have seen the last of Jasper yet. Well, time will tell, but there is a possibility that a cyclone could reform and then come back down and uh, hit Western Australia in probably 10 or so days' time. But yeah, right. may not. And that's Long-range models are very inaccurate, but that, that is a possibility that we may see Jasper's name reappear again. Okay. Let's talk livestock prices going into Christmas. What are we seeing? So, look, lamb prices, particularly trade lambs, heavy trade lambs, um, not quite at previous levels, uh, you know, of 12 months ago, but they're rising uh, and are only probably about 10 or 15% below um, 12 months ago. Mutton prices are only about half of what they were 12 months ago. They've risen, but off a very low base. So, yeah, lamb prices... Uh, particularly those really good heavy lambs, heavy trade lambs are, are quite reasonably strong. Uh, and continuing on an upward tw- trend, you know, with some in the last week or so we've seen you know $20 rises per head uh, for lambs. On the cattle market, as in it seems to have levelled off and started to wobble sideways after after the, the recovery, but it's still a long way off prices of, of 12 months ago. So ho- hopefully the price of steak and other Beef products are, you know, are starting to come down in price a bit and uh, becoming a, a little bit cheaper. Time will tell, but yeah. hopefully in the retail shops we, we are starting to see those price falls flow through. Yeah, let's hope so. All right, Bruce Reynolds is with us talking agriculture this morning. Bruce, I thank you for your time. Have a good day. Thanks, Neil.